Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop Dust Podcast. I'm Jordan Edwards. Today's guest is Diet Sig. Over the last five years, the duo of Alex Luciano and Noah Bowman have developed a loyal following through their energetic live shows and songs like Harvard, 16, and Made of the Mist. Their latest album, Do You Wonder About Me, is out now on French Kiss Records. What's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? We're pretty good, you know, hanging in there. It's pretty wild that we do this interview five years after I met you in a sweaty basement. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's so great to talk to you again. I met Alex and Noah from Diet Sig. I was doing a, a video project with Jackie Mendoza and Ginger Lee's in New York, and I met uh, Diet Sig at Cake Shop, which no longer exists, and awesome. asked them to do a little documentary, and we did a, a little live music video thing, and uh, yeah, and so here we are. So first, congratulations on the new album. It sounds great. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Oh, we're so happy it's out for everyone to hear now. To me, your first EP, the the Over Easy EP, was, was really raw, and you guys were a new band, and Alex, you had just started playing guitar, and then your, your debut album um, was more polished, had slicker production, and I feel like this new album it feels like a combination of both of those. It feels like it has the raw energy of the EP and the uh, the higher end production of your debut album. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I feel like we kind of wanted to, I don't want to say take it back to our roots, but kind of just like remember where we started and kind of look back on like how we got to where we are now and like kind of revisit some ideas that we had maybe when we first started and how we can translate them to now. But also, you know, we have grown as musicians and we've this is our like third release now that and we've kind of like learned about sound and what we like and what we, you know, works for us. So, you know, we kind of wanted to have like a hybrid of like that raw feeling, but still yet feel like a new kind of step forward for us sonically. Yeah. And I feel like when we did the EP, like we didn't even know anyone was going to listen to it. So there was like kind of nothing to prove there. We were just making whatever we thought sounded good um and then the debut album it was like oh my gosh people are listening to what we're doing and we were very like like we want to you know make it really rocking and like take it to like every song to this really rock level and then this album it was like okay we feel like self-assured and like very comfortable as the musicians that we are and almost like allowed ourselves to to kind of play what served the song and, and leave things stripped back if they needed to be um, because we didn't feel like we had to necessarily prove that we were like a rock band at this point. Like we've, we've definitely proved that. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Uh, the guitar work on here is, is great and it goes in like different directions. I was really, I, I really love uh, broken body, which is the, the fifth, the, I guess the sixth track or the fifth track on the album and it's got some really heavy guitars, almost like Pixies sounding guitars. Alex, you you know, you were brand new at the guitar five years ago. How do you feel like you've progressed as a musician, as a guitarist over the last several years? I think I've really gotten a lot more comfortable just playing in general. And a lot of what, how I've grown, I think, as a player is kind of recognizing what sounds I want. And like trying and like figuring out like how to get those sounds and how to really kind of hone in on the nuances of the tone that I'm going for. Um, because I still play like pretty straightforward rhythm guitar, 
um, which I love. I think it's so fun. But I feel like the biggest jump has been like I I really have embraced and, and tried to understand the sounds and how to get them. Um, and so on this record, I feel like I, it was it was really collaborative between Chris, our producer, and I finding these guitar sounds, and it felt really good. I felt more confident than ever now, kind of dialing in my tone. And I feel like that's probably where I've grown the most as a guitar player. You've always had these great personal lyrics. How do you think your lyrics on this album compare to Swear I'm Good at This and Over Easy? I think they're both really personal albums in terms of the lyrics and like the subject matter. They all kind of um, come from personal experience. But this album, I feel like I simultaneously got a little deeper and a little more emotional and a little more personal while also kind of like keeping it vague enough. Like in a way that like 16 is not a vague song. Like everyone can pretty much deduce who I'm talking about. Like a guy that I dated whose name is Alex. Like, um, And I, I didn't really think about how I don't know, personal that was for someone else when I was writing it. And so I think on this album, there are songs about my experiences with other people. But the one thing I left out was like those kind of like defining characteristics of who I'm talking about, because the songs really aren't about those people. Even a song like 16 isn't about Alex. And like a song like Who Are You on this album isn't about the person who apologized to me. It's about like my reactions and my feelings based on um, something that's happened to me. And so I kind of wanted to turn the lens inward instead of outward. Yeah, well, and a lot of people, you know, you can still write a fictional character song about a fictional situation. Right. Yeah. Um, Doesn't Kohu do that with all their records? (laughs) (laughs) Noah, you you had uh, the, the, the drumming on the first iteration, you know, at the beginning of Diet Sig, you had this kind of drum pattern that you did over and over again, but I feel like the drums and the percussion has got a lot more diverse on this album. So can you tell me about creating the rhythm for, for, uh, do you wonder about me? Um, yeah, I definitely think that I've, I've grown with us playing together a lot where I've Alex's guitar playing has like grown and changed. So then I've kind of adapted to her playing where I feel like she's more rhythmic now as before like over easy was pretty much just like straight through and i feel like i had to kind of go with that but now she's so rhythmic now that i have gives me a chance to kind of like open it up a little bit and kind of like not have to be so drivey all the time to get the point across um or like kind of stop playing so like i feel like i've really just started to like think about simplifying it and also think about not think about how I'm going to do it live where I feel like the last two records I we wrote those songs live pretty much where this record we wrote it all kind of in the studio I didn't play them live so I kind of had a different way of approaching it I guess where it was like what sounds right with this instead of just like playing it to play it I guess I feel like I thought more about like when I hit the snare how I hit the snare where like this part's going to be the when is it going to get dynamic when is it not and so like it, it let me take like a breath where I feel like the last over easy and swear I'm good at this. It was a lot of just like big drums in your face. Let's like have fun. But this one, I'm like, 
I'm still having fun and it's still in your face, but I'm, I thought about it just a little bit more. But it still, and it still, but it, and it still sounds like you're drumming. It's not like you're adding Dave Matthews band wind chimes and stuff to your. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we, when I interviewed you guys five years ago, Alex, you talked about how you would write these lyrics and sometimes the first time Noah would hear them would be as you were recording or as you were rehearsing. How is your, how does your song? writing process evolved is it more of a team situation now or how do, how do you guys do that i think it's kind of evolved to a place where we kind of exist on one end of the spectrum or the other where it's either we were working very collaborative collaboratively <laughs> on the lyrics and kind of wrote them together with our um, producer chris or if it wasn't that it was like I've been kind of keeping these lyrics and no one's heard them until I'm tracking them. So it's still kind of the same. Like yeah. I'll say like Night Terror's reprise, I did not know the lyrics until vocal day tracking. And so, which were great. And I honestly, sometimes I kind of like it because it's like still so fresh and new to me as we're still doing it. And it's, you know, kind of a fun way to write these songs and learn these songs. Right. But at the same time, like we had, you know, the second verse of Who Are You? Like we wrote completely collaboratively with Chris um, during a, like a break at the studio and mm -hmm. kind of, I actually watched this, um, that new like Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix. That's how bored I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, there's so many scenes of her in her studio with her producer piece by piece, kind of writing these lyrics and working them out together in this collaborative way, which I thought was really cool to see such like a large pop artist doing because I always felt a little self-conscious about um, coming into the studio to record with unfinished lyrics. But like the reality is we've gotten some of my favorite lyrics while we're in the studio because collaboration just makes great stuff. And we get to like working with Chris is amazing. Um, and so I feel like, yeah, a lot of the lyrics kind of came together, um, together. <laughs> <laughs> it came together together. You guys do a ton of live shows. You, you, when, when things are normal, you guys tour a ton. You guys have done a lot of shows overseas in the UK and EU. So tell me about your European fans and getting that fan base overseas. It's pretty cool. It's honestly, it was kind of humbling the first time we went over there because we just had never been. And it's almost like playing like kind of our first shows again in the States where, you know, we weren't playing the same size rooms we would do in the States. They're a lot smaller and like, but there's also like kids were coming out that like spoke a different language, but like knew the words to our songs, which was such a cool thing. And I think the funniest thing was when like Alex, talks a lot in between songs and stuff but she'd say something and it'd go right over everyone's head but then like they could sing all the words yeah, to the they song. Would know all the words <laughs> and so songs. that was i thought that was like so funny because i'd be laughing but then like it'd just be like crickets in the audience just because they couldn't didn't understand yeah but it's it's wild it's so cool because it's a smaller like landmass than the states where like you can just get everywhere so fast so i think while touring we got to actually see a lot more because we had more time to like you know just wander around we oh just, so you, like, you guys like doing tour stuff you guys like going to monuments and museums and stuff whenever we can it's it's hard yeah. to you know now you know we have like earlier load-ins and stuff it's hard but like days off we really love to try to 
see what we can. You know, it's like we're out out in the world. Like if we can take a minute, it's great to see something we couldn't see before. It's kind of cool because it just like depends on like what when we have off days a lot of times. So like there are some cities where it's like, oh, we would love to, you know, explore Paris or something. But like we don't have an off day there. So it's like we don't get that much time. But then a city like Cologne, Germany, which I had never really thought about, like we had an off day there and we got to like explore and it ended up being one of my favorite places. So don't sleep on Cologne. Yeah. Yeah. Underrated. (laughs) Underrated. I'm sure you guys are really itching to go and tour on this new album to play these, especially now that it's been out. And by the time, you know, you have tour dates, cross your fingers, schedule for October. You're doing the, you're doing uh, the U S in the fall and you're going to Europe after that. If there's anything to come out of this is that by the time you do hit the road, fans will have had this album for several months and so they'll know the song. So how excited are you guys to get out there and tour on these songs? freaking stoked (laughs) it's just like it's like it's you know it is it stinks that we can't be on the road right now which we would be but as you're saying like yeah you know our fans get to sit with our these songs a little longer so yeah i feel like when we do get back on the road and play these shows like people will know people will know these songs and we'll just be so excited to play them for everybody yeah i feel like it'll be really special and we we're excited to kind of take this time to uh, you know, curate a couple tricks we'll have up our sleeves, some like special moments within these songs that people will have been able to like grow to love. Choreography, like in sync caliber choreography. Yes, yes literally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about you guys have some of the best merch in the music Thank business. You. Alex, you, Alex is the queen of the merch. Yeah. <laughs> so you have throw pillows, you have playing cards. You have obviously T-shirts and 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 records, and all sorts of stuff that I, I can't even think of. Um, <laughs> so, tell me, yeah, where where do these designs come from, and and why do you branch out into all these different things? First of all, I want to thank you for asking about merch because I feel like it's like my pride and joy, and it's we never get asked about it. Um, <laughs> we are so lucky we get to collaborate with artists that we love. Um, the, a lot of the merch for this cycle was designed by Shannon Levin, who's this really awesome designer based in St. Louis. And I was just like a big fan of her work on Instagram and hit her up about a commission. And I was like, do you want to, she actually did our logo. So we kind of built this logo together. She designed it and it was a, it was a really cool collaborative process, like going back and forth on the designs. Um, and then off of our logo, she created this kind of typeface that, um, you see on our glow in the dark now jean bottle that says thriving and our playing cards and our long sleeve t-shirts like it's just all across our line um, and so it's really fun to kind of take these assets that like she brought to us like these words and this typography and then just get to make all sorts of stuff and our manager jesse is like such a merch enthusiast too so we get on these calls and we just like kick ideas back and forth and- it's kind of fun like trying to see what other things we can come up with to just put our name on (laughs) yeah it's really fun and i feel like we like to have a sort of like personal aspect to our merch like by making stuff that we actually want to use like we play cards all the time and so that's why we were like what if we made playing cards and Mm -hmm. you know we rock climb when we're not on tour and we were like what if we made a nalgene bottle that we can take climbing and Mm -hmm. and so there's always this kind of like personal element to behind our merch 
you just released the album last week. It's brand new, but you have all this time on your hands. You're not touring. So is there any songwriting going on? What is the day in the life of Noah and Alex like right now? Um, it's been busy. We've been busy. Yeah, it's been a lot of, you know, just talking about the record, a lot of interviews and a lot of, you know, stuff like this, which has been great to just talk to a lot of different people about the record. Um, We've been actually, um, we're launching a Patreon on Friday. Mm -hmm. Noah has been filming drum playthrough videos. I've been recording. Um, we do like, we're going to have a cover every month that I self-record on GarageBand. Um, and there's like get ready with me makeup videos and like all sorts of content like that. So we've been really spending the past couple of weeks uh, just making fun stuff for everybody, like writing recipes for Patreon. Like, are you guys big cooks? What what's your what's your culinary um, skill like? Alex is like like one of the top. Oh my god, not one. Because <laughs> I'm at the bottom, so anything is more than me. Um, I'm definitely a, a home cook enthusiast. Um, I love. I don't know. I, I would say I'm pretty decent. I, I'm a big fan of like the, you know, Bon Appetit Test Kitchen stuff and all of those kind of fun videos. And so we actually started making some Instagram story cook through videos uh, on our diet sync page. So we're trying to, we're kind of branching the two interests because like, I don't know, cooking is fun. You got to eat. Who's, you your well make it Who's your favorite TV chef? I like Bradley Owen. Yeah, Bradley on me is so good. He's just a goof. Yeah, he's just a funny guy. He's honest for someone who doesn't like cook or like, I can make like some chicken dishes or what. Like watching Brad, like everything is just so up in the air, which as someone who's not like very good at like, or feel very confident, I'm like, oh, I he doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing, but he does. So like, I don't feel as stressed out now about trying things. Yeah. So that's why I like it. And he's goofy. He's good, yeah. <laughs> well, after hearing this, I feel like you're at least qualified enough to be judges on Beat Bobby Flay or something, like when they had the celebrity. Oh, my God, we're like Guy's Grocery Games? Yeah. Come on. That'd be kind of fun. That's the dream. Yeah, you get some fashion tips from Guy, too. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's an icon, that's for sure. Before I let you go, what I'm doing, I'm doing a new thing that I'm calling the Music Nerd Questionnaire, where I ask a handful of questions two bands that are really nerdy. Okay. Cool. Um, and since you guys are a musical duo, your theme is famous musical duos. So Ooh. first question, this, no, no, these are opinions. This is a, your opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is not trivia. This is not trivia. Yeah, no, this is not trivia. This, there's no right or wrong answers. So first question is, which musical duo would you rather see embark on a reunion tour? The White Stripes or DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? DJ Jazzy yeah. Jeff, I think. I think I have some resentment towards the White Stripes because people compared us to them a lot when we started, which felt like like a lazy comparison. Um, so I would say Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, same. And I, I like that you still have a little bitterness from all the White Stripes questions from like four years <laughs> ago. It's still like... as a band. Not yeah. at all. Just when you're compared to them just because we're like a duo is like yeah ma male female yeah, yeah yeah totally no <laughs> i agree i think the dj yashi jeff and fresh prince reunion tour needs to happen question two Lennon or mccartney neither i would say mccartney if i had to choose i think Lennon is just trash oh i'm in the Lennon's trash camp um, so I would say McCartney. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect the the uh, rapid fire neither from from Noah. What, what was that about? <laughs> it was 
I don't know. I just like I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this, but I just didn't grow up a Beatles fan, and I still am not. And I just I don't know. I feel like it was forced to be like if you play the music, you have to be a Beatles fan. And I'm like, I, they're fine, but like I've all I don't know. Anytime I've been asked like the Beatles or the Who, I'm like I don't know. I, the Who I like Keith Moon, like he's cool. You know like, I don't know. You know I just didn't really care for the Beatles. Dude, the hot takes are flying. <laughs> yes, yeah. What is your favorite Outcast song? Oh, uh, what is it? So clean, fresh, and so clean. I love how quickly you're answering. I'm just because they're so hard to. Like, I like the rapid fire, Noah. It's nice. They just, there's so many. I think it's that's the one. Yeah. I like roses. I remember singing that song with my friends in high school, and just mm-hmm. like I used to know all the words, and I definitely don't now. Like a kid in like middle school would always go to like a party at like and there'd be a piano. Some kid would like play the piano part to roses or like Coldplay scientist or whatever. Next question. How do you feel about the Gwen Stefani-Blake Shelton partnership? It's kind of like a weird glitch in the simulation, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, similarly to, like, when he got Sexiest Man Alive, like, I feel like that was also, like, a weird glitch that That's I was strange. like... I'm yeah. thinking of the right person, right? He's, like, the country guy. I'm gonna look it up. On The Voice, Alex knew what was going on. Alex, yeah. Alex had so, it. I feel like I miss out on a lot of those things. So Carly, who tours with us... Oh, this guy? That he was the sexiest man? Like, he's fine. He's just, like, a looks like a regular, like, dad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who chooses. I think dad guys are usually who gets world's sexiest man. Yeah, uh, like, John are... Legend got it this year. Yeah, but he's, like, good looking. He's sexy. Yeah. I'll give it to him. Well, I, I do feel like, like Gwen's cool factor was definitely pulled down by Blake. Oh, yeah. He's sucking that cool factor right out of it. He's a coolness leech. He's trying to get <laughs> all her cool. Like, she elevates him and he just kind of brings her down. To have they level. had a child together? No. I, I think they're past that. They both have uh, their own separate Right. Kids, I know right? she had her own. Yeah. They're like J-Lo and A-Rod. Gwen, Gwen's like in her early 50s now. So. Really? What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's older than no. Blake by quite a quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. Her skincare regimen must be amazing. I know. I'm waiting yeah. for that video to come out. <laughs> the Gwen Stefani skincare uh, YouTube tutorial. It's yeah. got to be out there. <laughs> yeah, it should be. It should be. Here's the next question. If you could kick out one of the Jonas Brothers so that they become a duo, which one would you kick out? Oh, so, you know, I really get Kevin and Joe mixed up. I'm going to start yeah. by saying that. Yeah. I know who I know about Nick. I'll, I'll keep, you know. Let's kick Nick out. Yeah. And he, keep the other two. He already left and did his and own thing. And let them right? have a chance to shine. Yeah, he's kind of smug, right? He's kind of smug. Like, he knows he's the cute one. Was he the youngest one? Yeah. He's yeah, gonna, let's, yeah, Let's yeah. get a Kevin and Joe, you know, duo group and, and see where that goes. Maybe, like, step out of Nick's shadow, guys. And I feel that. I feel that. Now, last question, and this is a little bit more of a serious music question. Which hip-hop duo would you rather collaborate with? Run the Jewels or the Neptunes? I think Run the Jewels yeah, because the they Jewels. went on tour with Lord. Yeah. So they're obviously extremely cool outside of their own clout that stands. Um, but anyone who's, who's got like a one degree separation from Lord, I want in on that <laughs> collaboration. Well, thank you so much for talking to me, guys. It's been great. And yeah. you guys... Yeah. Um, good luck with the album, and I hope that the tour ends up 
going on at some point. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This was really fun, and I love all these questions. This is great. <laughs> all right, I'll talk to you guys later. So long. Bye. Bye. Thank you to my guest, Diet Sig. And thank you for listening to the Pop Dust Podcast. I'm Jordan Edwards. You can find me at jordanedwardsstudio.com or on Instagram at jordanedwardsstudio. And be sure to check out the latest in music, pop culture, and entertainment at popdust.com.